good evening or afternoon or morning. I don't know what time it is when you're listening, but it's evening for me. Um, thank you for listening, guys. I took a brief hiatus. I took a whole month off, I think. It's been a while, been a minute, but I'm back on it. I had to move, had to avoid corona, had to, uh, you know, take some time off. Mental health stuff, I guess. I don't know, but here we are, back again. It's not over. It's never going to end. It's going to last forever. I promise it will. Anyway, I had on uh, Chaz Sotelo. He is a local comedian. I've had him on before. He also makes music. He's a rapper, singer. Um, He's my barber as well, best barber in Texas. Hit him up. He works at, what's that place called? Paper Dolls. He's a beast. He'll he'll get you right, okay? Uh, We had a good time talking about uh, comedy, talking about coronavirus, talking about... The state of the world is we're in bad shape right now, but it might get better. I don't know. I'm hoping it does. But hey, we've got a show the 20th at, where is it at? Zombies Bar. June 20th, Zombies Bar. We're going to be there with Dude Man, Native Crowds. It's going to be rock music, comedy, magic. Cole Rogers is going to be there. Great magician out of Amarillo. Probably the best one here. It's going to be a good time. So show up. Free show. And then we're going to start a new open mic at uh, Marshall's Tavern. used to be Austin's Pub. It's on 6th Street. Get there. Be there. Or be square every Tuesday. I'm excited. Um, Hopefully, you know, COVID doesn't come back. Hopefully we beat its ass and it stays down and we can go back to to having a good time. If not, you know, then we'll be back here doing podcasts. Anyway, I hope you enjoy the episode. I, like I said, I had on Chaz Sotelo and the intro. I always do intros. This is Rory Scoville using the bathroom at the grocery store. One of my favorite comics. Please enjoy. Please enjoy Rory and please enjoy the episode. You guys ever have to use the bathroom at the grocery store? <laughs> sure. Why would anyone answer that question? <laughs> all the time. All the time. Literally all the time. I know you're out there. I know you've had to use the bathroom at the grocery store. We all know the deal. When you're in public, if you're in a public place and you need to use the restroom, we all know the deal. Put them in the corners. I'll find them. The grocery store's like, nah, we don't really roll like that around here. We like to put our bathrooms on the other side of these kind of too heavy double doors. You don't even know if you're allowed to go beyond or not. (laughs) They don't even say employees only, and they easily could, but they don't. You pass it, you're like, am I allowed to, what if I, (laughs) creepy meats, Rockies, just fucking, you don't know what you're gonna see. Look for the bathrooms, hey Rock, yeah, hey Rock. You can't just go back there. You gotta go up to some 16 year old kid, restocking the soup as an adult, and ask for permission to use the bathroom. And they always act like they don't even know if they have bathrooms or not. Hey man, can I just go back through those doors and use the bathroom? Oh, uh. <laughs> You know what, um, let, me, let me go get Matt. Let me go get Matt. He'll, I have to shit, bro! I have to shit! If I had to piss, I'd go outside like an adult. I have to shit. And I don't have enough time to make it home to do it. If I did, I wouldn't be talking to you. I would abort this mission. I'd be singing to myself in the car. 
Any song, I don't even have to know it. I'm just so happy to shit in my house. You think I want to talk to you? I have three minutes till this happens. My brain just let me in on that little piece of information. Hey pal, you're not really answering any emails from your colon, but this is about to happen. So consider a solution at some point. You're about to shit yourself. I don't have time for fucking Matt. It doesn't show it's recording. Okay, it is recording. Mm -hmm. It is recording now. We are live on my new interface. I've taken a couple weeks off. I've taken like a month off from uh, podcasting, but you know what? The world died, so I had to. I had to take some time off. I'm here with the very talented, the very funny, one of my favorite people, Chaz Sotelo. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. He is a local comedian. He's been on here before. It's been probably like a year and a half at least. I don't know. It was yeah, a while back. It's been a while. Way back in the day. Um, you're back into the into rapping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> COVID. Uh, tell the tell the world what you've been up to lately. Uh learning one one's ways with COVID, just cooking, rapping. Uh, not writing any jokes. <laughs> what made you want to start rapping again? Just because you were bored? Bored, bored, and I had my interface looking at the computer, and I was like, do something with it. Oh, yeah. How do you, where do you get, uh, like, inspiration? Real life, uh, I just write about shit that really happened. <laughs> and it rhymes and it sounds good? It rhymes and it sounds good, <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like, it's got a, it's like, everybody's like, wow, it's so deep. It's like, yeah. Uh, I'm divorced for a reason. <laughs> mm. Real deep. Is it usually uh, about relationship stuff? Yeah, real life uh, relationships. Yeah. You ever things. talk about selling drugs? No, no. I, I talk about using drugs, but not, <laughs> <laughs> not selling drugs. I didn't sell drugs. It's got to be, you know, truth. <laughs> mm, that's true. Well, it doesn't have to. It could be like Rick Ross, you know? Yeah, it could be working in a prison. I never worked in a prison, though. <laughs> Try it out. Now you're good things. Uh, Kevin used to work in a prison. Kevin, Kevin. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Big scary Kevin. Yeah, he could never be a rapper then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I could see him rapping. <laughs> He'd say something about, I'm going to fuck your wife. <laughs> he would. He definitely would. She'd feature him on a song. It'd be Kevin, a.k.a. Tyrone the Rapper. <laughs> what did you say your rap name was? <laughs> oh, uh, so I don't know if I'm going to still go with it, but it used to be back in the day SS for mm -hmm. still standing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was it was because of Elton John's song. Uh, uh, true story. Yeah. It's a catchy song. I don't even know the words, but, <laughs> I, but I just knew that part because I was like <laughs> fucked up, drunk, you know, dark time of my life. And I was like thinking about taking my life. Mm. And that song was right there, still standing. I'm still in the I'm still in the wiping my boogers and shit. <laughs> yep. And I'm like, I'm gonna be the greatest rapper of all time. And I'm not gonna kill myself. <laughs> so. Oh, one of those worked <laughs> out. Yep. Thanks to Elton John. <laughs> Shout out Sarah Elton John. Yep. Elton John. I actually heard an Elton John song. Um, it was Young Thug featuring Elton John. I heard it today. Kind of blew my mind. What? Yeah, I didn't know they did that. And Elton, like, was it, like, sampled, or he, he did a song with him? I didn't hear the whole thing, <laughs> but he was in the song. He was definitely there. He's, his presence was known. Was like, it was felt. I could see it. They're both flamboyant. <laughs> a crocodile rock. That's my jam. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you've been doing comedy how long? Man, man, when? You started Whiskey River after Corky Romano. We can probably look that up. Yeah, that when was... When was Corky Romano in Amarillo? <laughs> that was a while. That's not even his, I always forget his name. I just name him after that movie. Oh. <laughs> Chris Kattan. Yes, Chris Kattan. <laughs> I always say Corky Romano. That's not even his fucking name. That was, um, yeah, that was my, my my big failure, my big break. Shit was fun, though. That's crazy you got to open up for him. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's. I mean, doing that, of course, you're going to continue doing it. I mean, you fall so fucking hard. And that was probably summer of 18, looks like. Summer of 18, what are we, 20? Yeah, two years ago? Yep. Yeah, it looks like it was June of 2018. Two years. I've been off wow. since COVID. Been off since COVID. Uh, but there's nothing to write. There's nothing funny. <laughs> During COVID, it's like, ah, oh, I got no job. Yeah, it's been hard. I've been uh, writing some corona jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to, I've I've written uh, a lot, but most of it like isn't funny. It's just me writing random stuff. Yeah. <laughs> whatever pops in yeah because i look at it and it it is i think maybe down the road i'll write something but right now it's no i'm living it so as i'm living it i can't see the i i can't write about it right now Mm -hmm. but i'm learning that as you go you just write about things that happened uh like uh like big shout out to dave Chappelle 846 that shit i saw you posted i checked it out i was like it was dope. He was able to, but that's his mindset. He was able mm-hmm. to capitalize as far as showing what's going on, but without showing his relevance. Just, you know. Mm-hmm. He's but, also really good at like yeah, writing, at being serious, his experience, everything. And so he can see it right then and there and bam. And when I, I didn't mean to say capitalize, but I mean like he t- took it to another level. Like he just saw it. It's not like he's making any money out of this or anything like that. Yeah. It was a small private show and. He expressed, you know, everybody's like, where's the comedy at? And he's like, there's no fucking comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had, a, he had a couple funny things in there. Yeah. About Candace Owens <laughs> and Laura Ingram. I'll call him a cunt. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was some funny stuff. But, yeah, that was, that was really serious. And it means a lot coming from Chappelle because he's, like, the best ever. Mm-hmm. And everybody's looking. Like, like, I was looking for him to start off being funny. Mm-hmm. No, he lets you know that this isn't the time, and that's what I'm saying too. It's it's for me. It's not the time to be funny. I'm like, yeah, it feels it's weird. It feels weird trying to be funny for yeah. sure. It's like we're actually looking at life now, serious. Yeah, I mean, oh. I'm gonna go to a mic in two days and see how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I'm still gonna try because I have to. But no, what? it's definitely it's definitely weird. Which one is this that you're going to? Uh, scooters. Sco- oh yeah, yeah that's gonna be fun. You know, um, what time? I think it's goes from 7 to 10, so I'd, I'll go around 9. About 9, 7 to 10, 9. And it's what you said, two days. Today is what, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Mm-hmm. I'll probably have to go check you out. That's going to be crazy because I want to do comedy right now, but mentally, mentally, um, I got I got hit by COVID. Like, not not hit with COVID, but... but the, <laughs> not literally. No, the impact <laughs> it had through my, my, my lifestyle, my life, you know? Yeah, that's rough, man. I was just like, uh, you can only masturbate for so long. <laughs> quarantine. <laughs> they really didn't care about barbers. No, they didn't. <laughs> They're like, how was your quarantine? I was like, nutty. <laughs> but that's the, what kind of caught me off was like, 
you're cutting one person's hair at a time. You know, you're not in a big group. Mm-mm. So it seems like it should be fine. Yeah, we had we that's that was a debate too. We were like, we are state certified. We have to have a license. We have mm-hmm. to like they watch and regulate us all the time. And it's like, uh, I'm pretty sure we're pretty clean and sanitized. I mean, we we pretty much debated that we all already had COVID one time or another. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody says. Everyone's yeah. like, I got sick in November. Yeah, it's like no. I don't know. That's how it's been, though. I wasn't too worried about it. Um, well, I was, but after the second week, by the third week, I just you know started meditating, started thinking. Mm-hmm. That's when I pulled the music out, started finding and discovering myself, and nice started becoming a positive person to society. That's good. It's good you found things to do. <laughs> yeah, and then when we get back, I'm like, I don't want to go back to work. But I was like, fuck, yeah. I got bills. <laughs> bills. But Has it been um, harder? harder getting back to work like have you been like paranoid that you're gonna catch something from no. any of your customers well, I, at first it was a little bit but then i mean and you know what i'm just gonna say when i saw the riots everything that's going on um it's not a concern anymore because i, I want to say the media blew it up yeah the media blew it up and then you start reading where there's a lot of you know incentives and they call it conspiracy theories but mm-hmm. incentives to like you know make it to label something COVID for doctors and stuff yeah. like that. So I was going into all that stuff, reading a lot, looking, and I was like, you know, at the end of the day, um, my age, my health, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen, but I'm not worried. Yeah. Um, it, I don't think it would affect my son. You know, that's the only yeah. other person I'm worried about. Maybe my parents, but... Well, your son's probably the safest. Yeah. So. <laughs> he's, he's got, like, that perfect immune system. It's like, at, I think it's like everyone under 25. Yeah, it's like he eats and he like, shits right away. I'm like, damn, he's got a good immune system. But then there's also there's a lot of like conflicting messages because they say like sixty percent of people are asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. Well, because when Tyson got hit with it, it was like uh, I want to say at one time I was reading like twelve hundred. I want to say of the employees or something like that. It was yeah. I want to say I saw seven hundred. Seven hundred. I might not have had the updated numbers. Um, and I was like tripping out. I was like, what? Yeah. And then like you said, sixty percent and majority at the plant were asymptomatic. Yeah, that's and crazy. I was like. We could have all had it, and and that's when I was like, you know what, maybe, maybe it, it, it affects the people who are vaccinated. <laughs> I'm just playing. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's different. No, I know. I, just, um, I read that, so that's why I threw that out there. <laughs> some very real factors are obesity. Yep. Diabetes. Um, well, basically, if you have a condition, you're gonna, yeah, you're fucked. Weak immune systems. <laughs> that's um, what I'm saying. He's like, um, if you're deficient in like vitamin D, vitamin C, mm-hmm. you're at a higher risk. So it's like. We're doing these things where it's like, you should wear a mask, you should keep your distance, you should wear gloves, but no one's being like, hey, make sure you sleep more. No. Yeah. Make sure you exercise 30 minutes. No, like, <laughs> wear the mask. Weaken your immune system. Don't put... put <laughs> <laughs> no one's telling us to stop eating french fries. They're like, no, go to McDonald's. It's still open. <laughs> yep. But don't go to your mom and pop store. Just go to the uh, the, the, yeah. the big chains. That's also weird. Walmart and Lowe's never closed. Mm-mm. Well, because that was the crazy part too, from January till m- today. But it's probably hit more. All the billionaires, <laughs> billionaires combined, made what two hundred fifty-two billion, and it's probably gone even higher. As if you're a billionaire, you made money during this, mm. and it's showed. Uh, Bezos is on the way to be the next trillionaire. Oh yeah, well Bezos. Yeah, Amazon. Course. And what was Amazon doing? You know, just he's not the <laughs> next trillionaire. He's the first trillionaire. Yeah, I yeah, think. first. Yes, he'll be the first. <laughs> but he's it's a, it's set to happen in twenty twenty six. So there's still yeah. time. It's like, but, damn. I mean, this is this is perfect for Amazon because everyone's at home. 
Yep. And then I was shit. <laughs> uh, the crazy uh, thing I was looking into today, which I'm going to go read more on, was um, I didn't even know Hillary Clinton's on trial. <laughs> I don't even know if that's real. Is that real? That's real. She's on trial. See, but I don't know. We are so. Uh, this guy does a great explanation. He uses like these little markers, these little highlighters, and he shows mm -hmm. it. It was really cool though, because I was like, "What the fuck? Why are you using highlighters?" And but then he talked about the media, how it was first COVID, but then the riots came. Yeah, and immediately. Yes, and all this is backed by the you know the top uh, families, or whatever. You know, it's a big conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. um, but I was like, "What the hell?" And how. Hillary is uh, in trial, but we don't see any of this. We we see Black Lives Matters and all the things that are being conflicted with that because the media is using it to distract us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a very serious thing, though. Black Lives Matters, yeah. I mean, me being Mexican, like... I don't know if Hillary Clinton's actually on trial, though. Look that up. Let, let's, <laughs> let's see. I think that's just seriously there. On trial over the terror attack no hillary clinton must testify she no, must testify an email case judge rules okay that's from march 2nd so yeah she probably is okay yep and there's so, truth to that and so i'm like what i didn't even know this and i saw it today but i had to go back to work because usually when i see something like that pop up i like to go uh check a lot of things out but it's being under the wrap it's being hidden and it's being quieted oh definitely uh because they they use these angles on us and like if you go through like you know and you you click on a video on facebook mm -hmm. you watch the video but then you'll scroll through the other videos then you'll see the one video you know cops brutality then you'll see another video about yeah. cops that are good but then you're seeing opposing sides so it'll distract you for at least 15 to 20 minutes yeah determining you know what's right what's not what's right what's not but we don't really see what's really going on uh, mm -hmm. it's like wow i didn't know this and i was like oh. and then i watched the jeffrey epstein and i'm like dude that shit was crazy i was <laughs> I was bothered that they didn't mention more of the celebrity names who were associated with it. They, they mentioned like they, four people. And they kept it hush-hush. Yeah. Just the ones that we knew of. And I was like, Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton went to that island like 20 times? <laughs> 26. Some, 26 be, times. 26 That's, times. To the uh, Jeffrey, uh, what was it? The Virgin St. Jeffrey Island? St. Jeffrey, something like that, yeah. yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that shit's weird. He's definitely a pedophile. Yep. How, how did she allow There's a good chance Trump is a pedophile. We don't yep. know. Yep. And, you know, when it comes to politics, too, I always say the same thing. It doesn't matter at that level that they are with money. It doesn't matter if they're Democratic or Republic, Republican. Mm -hmm. when, when they got that kind of money, it's just money. Yeah, they're they're That's, all on the same team. Yep, they're all on the same team. Cause they all eat dinner together. Yep. They go to the same weird orgies. <laughs> worship the devil together. <laughs> I'll see you next week <laughs> at the polls. <laughs> Different kind of poll. Yeah. I wouldn't fuck Hillary Clinton, though. No. Oh, I'm glad you wouldn't, man. I'm just she's, saying. I'm looking at the image right now. I'm like, damn, yeah, she's, she's ugly. She was, what the she, fuck did Bill, why was Bill with it? Was she the one with the money? That's a good question. I know they like met in college. Yeah. I think they both just. Because who would fuck her? They both profited off each other. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't fucking her. He was getting blown <laughs> by his secretary. Or whatever, he had a lot of hot chicks. I mean, he, I mean, some of them were underage. <laughs> yeah. A lot of them. I felt bad when they threw out Chris Tucker because they put Chris Tucker's name out there. Yeah. And then they were like, and, but he wasn't, he didn't go to the islands. And I was like, but still, you put the man's name out there. Well, what, like, why, what's he doing if he's not going to the islands? Like, what? Yeah, it makes you wonder, like, okay, you didn't fuck him on the island. But if he didn't, if he didn't fuck kids, he definitely knew that Epstein was fucking kids. Yeah, because it, it was next to Kevin Spacey. And it didn't bother him. And, so, and, oh, ah, yeah, I'm like, being. that's what I'm saying. I'm like, oh, man. I mean, how many, how many pedophile friends do you have? <laughs> None. That's that's a good way to look at it. <laughs> it does what I'm saying. You don't <laughs> kick it with pedophiles unless you're a pedophile. <laughs> it's 
it's like you are who you are with the crowd which uh, sucks because i love rush hour two and friday yeah it makes me think about jackie chan now <laughs> oh yeah jackie chan man did you know he uh, uh i don't know if this is true they say the same thing about vin diesel but he started off uh doing porno no i didn't know yeah, that's that. what they say about jackie chan i haven't looked into it no i know he was uh what i need to look into that he actually didn't accept his um i want to say daughter for being gay that, so that threw me off i was like what yeah i've heard people so i, I don't know if that's true that. either but i saw people talking shit on jackie chan over it yeah i was like no don't be like that bro like you've got this whole career you're kicking ass i don't know you never know could be like, like one of those old school guys yeah could be old school like oh no you you know wipe on wipe <laughs> off <laughs> doesn't believe in gay <laughs> he's like you take it <laughs> <laughs> You crazy. So, uh, do you, uh, when do you plan on getting back into comedy? Do you know? So I'm going to go watch you guys slowly get back into it. Uh, I'm out of, out of it. Like, but I was studying a lot of, uh, and at Dave Chappelle, the 846, I've already seen it twice and I'm mm-hmm. studying it because his delivery, it's the delivery. It's, it's, it's having the idea, having the setup and then hitting the punchline. Yeah. But with the way he delivered it. Mm-hmm. and his execution and the way he brought his seriousness. It's almost like he's a motivational speaker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like he just, wow. He's, like, pro- he's wow. prolific. Yes, because every pause that he takes has a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's not like he paused to think about it. Like when he was fucking with his cigarettes, Yeah, he was doing that on purpose. Like I, I felt like he was. I felt like he was so, because you can see that he, he's trying to show you that he's antsy. Mm-hmm. He's got something on his chest, but he's taking his time. I was like, I feel like he probably started doing that on purpose and then it just, he's so experienced that it's just natural. Natural. Yep. He knows how to sell himself because you got to sell yourself to yourself in your head. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't believe in yourself, you don't believe in your head. When you spit something, you're going to be nervous. It's not going to, I mean, you know how they say the first time you always tell a joke, it's it's usually the best way you tell it because you just natural Mm -hmm. versus rehearsed. And I, I feel like he can capture, even if he does this joke over over and over and over he can capture mm-hmm. his naturalness so that's something i wanted to work on i don't even know like if he's the type of guy who tells jokes over and over and over i feel like he just gets new material every fucking day yeah, and he, <laughs> he's just so witty he can just feed off of it he's so so fucking witty uh, yeah that that joke or that special he had where he was like in the basement of the comedy store and it was like a really small room and he was just like sitting there on a stool it was like it wasn't like fancy at all. He was just like in the comedy store, but uh, all his topics were like, it was all topical. It was all like recent stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he was walking, he was going around practicing that material. Like it was brand new material. Yeah, it's it's. And he probably threw it away right after he recorded. Yeah, just wow. <laughs> like yeah, no, because I've heard him like uh, tell some a joke one place, and I've heard that joke in another. But he's so good at just making it natural. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's crazy. And and they won't be the same either. It's like he's literally having a discussion with you. <laughs> it's it's like they're not in the same, you know, like yeah. like uh, Kevin Hart, for example. I, I, I saw him in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw his special on The Irresponsible, it was damn near close to the same thing. It just didn't have as much energy as what he brought to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. But I bet you after doing the same routine, the mm-hmm. same style – probably was tired you know yeah it's probably hard yeah it's hard but i was i still liked it thought it was funny because i saw the oklahoma version and the yeah. energy but dave Chappelle, though he was like 
it's like it's a discussion. He, he's, yeah. and I don't think he overwears it. I think he just he just takes his time. You know, he's Dave Chappelle. He's it's, fucking brilliant. It's more than just a comedy special. It's mm-hmm. like it's a life lesson. Yeah, like straight up, it's like he's the he's talking, and everyone wants to know what he has to say. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Oh, he's fucking... I'm going to go watch the 846 again. It's a bad comparison, but kind of like the way Bill Cosby was at the height of his career, you know? <laughs> <laughs> before before everyone knew he was a rapist. Yeah. They were like, oh, like, yep. he's giving a speech. <laughs> no, I get you. I get you, yo. <laughs> I was like, that is a bad comparison. Because <laughs> uh, there's like, maybe like Richard Pryor. Yeah. But I wasn't alive to know like... I only seen some of his shows. I'd what he was like, lie, like what he was like in the moment. You know, it's it's always different hindsight after someone's dead and I actually everyone worships them. It's it's a different. Like seeing some of uh, Richard Pryor's uh, interviews. I don't think I've and watched his interviews. I seen one and it was talking about when he, uh, the way he was with women, and he was a hoe. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he was an abuser too. So I uh, th- I'll have to look into that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. But I knew he was very dominant, very ma- manipulative, yeah. very controlling. I feel like he definitely slaps women around. <laughs> but he was a crazy motherfucker, so he yeah. lit himself on fire. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, right before he he's he's gonna pass, there in the, there's a woman by his side, and she'd always been by his side, but they were mm-hmm. just friends, and they used to be lovers. She said, "Oh no, you can't be." And I was just tripping out because even as he's sitting there and he's about to die, he's like, <laughs> "I just I just have my way with women." <laughs> I was damn. like, I was like, damn, he's had this persona for so long. I was like, wow, yeah. you, you know, that's why I loved his interviews because he wasn't, you didn't see that side of him on stage. Yeah, you just seen this dude that was very witty, talk shit, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah, but then everything he was talking about was like real, real, real. So he related to real life, but then his personal life was fucked up. Yeah, and he talked about like doing heroin on yeah. stage. <laughs> yeah, like he did. <laughs> that was also like. Comedy was different back then. Cause like, you could say a lot of shit. But to be a comedian, like, all the comedians back then had, like, fucked up childhoods. Mm-hmm. They were all doing coke. Yep. They were all getting fucked up every day. They were, like, rock stars. Yep. And it's, like, it's totally different now. Like, now comics are, like, like good, wholesome dads. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give these dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, like the biggest comedians in the world, well, besides Louis C.K., but, like, the worst thing he did was jerk off. But... Uh, you like, know, he's. I bet you he was close to Weinstein and Epstein. <laughs> probably, man. But I'm just saying, like the the big comics in the '80s were all cokeheads. Cokeheads, you know? definitely. Like, the big comics now for are like sober and vegan. <laughs> that is true. That's fucking true. It's like they found the light. It's crazy. I don't think I'd be one of the sober. I'm one of the fucked up. Because mine comes from fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like that one joke that I talk about my uncle. I'm, I don't think I should have known that, you know, my uncle's fucking another man in the other room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, you know, a little boy, though, but yeah. it's just. I mean, you could expound on that <laughs> in, in other ways, but. It's like, oh, y'all want to play Batman and Robin? <laughs> <laughs> Why are y'all closing the door? I want to play, too. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is a good joke. I was just like, but that was real shit. And, you know, and like uh, like yesterday, my dad called and he was like, Mio, I think you have a problem. <laughs> I was like, I know I picked it up from you. What was the, what's the problem? <laughs> the alcohol. Oh. I was like, I know I picked it up from you. He's like, you're being a smart ass. I was like, hey, I can keep drinking though. I mean, you only had to stop because the doctor said you, you won't live. <laughs> he was Still like, got time. He's like, that's not funny. I was like, hey, it sucks to suck. 
but you know mine's coming from a fucked up childhood and stuff like mm-hmm. that and uh, i remember i when i my sister actually came to one of my shows i was like hey and i told some really fucked up shit and she was like the shit was fucking hilarious yeah. that was our life and i was like so you approved she was like I don't think mom and dad will, but I do. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, good. Thank you for your support. I, I never thought about myself having a fucked up childhood until like I became an adult. And I was like, damn, that wish that shit was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did see some shit. You see my, my when you tell yours, uh, I relate to a lot when you talk about, you know, your father not being there mm-hmm. and you were like, uh, the, well, you said one, what's one about you wrestling or something? Uh, and the, that's you, bro. No, you said one with. Uh, oh, it's talking about being gay with my dad. It's yes. just a stupid joke so that I, I threw in. I thought that was. I always think that's one of my like because you're like something. How does it go? It's I haven't a, said that in a long time. Um, it made our. Uh, oh, it's a joke where I did a Ouija board and I found out my dad's gay. Yes, yes. And I'm like, I still don't know how to tell him. It's made our wrestling matches really awkward. <laughs> Yeah, so I laugh because in that when I hear that that you can, if you don't see the sense of humor, you're you're, you're you probably had a great childhood. <laughs> <laughs> but when you have a fucked up childhood, you're just like, that's fucking hilarious. That's fucking funny. And then you you know you always bring it back like it's a joke, yeah. guy. It's a joke, guy. You know, my favorite is when you're like, it's a joke, it's a joke. You know, my my dad wasn't. What do you say? My dad's not really there, but it's to another joke that you actually say that too. You're like, it's a joke, guys. Oh, no, it was, I think it was a follow-up. It was like, just kidding, I don't have a dad. Yeah, so it's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious because it's like you're making fun of your reality. Yeah. And so that's what I like. That's what I like to see people make fun of the uh, their pain. Yeah, and that way, like, the people who, like, cross their arms and are like, I'm not going to laugh at a molestation <laughs> joke and be like, I'm just kidding. I'm a bastard. I don't have a, yeah. I don't have a dad. So that <laughs> is what is fucking hilarious because it's like, you took your pain, and that's what I find funny. Like a lot of people would be like, "Oh, you're just rude and crude and dark." I'm like, "No, no, no, no." Mm-hmm. If you can't laugh at your pain, you can't grow. You can't grow. That's a good way to put it. You can't See, grow. I never even, I never even really thought of it as pain because I was, I was always a happy kid, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I never looked at it as like I had two birthdays growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I never looked at it as a negative, but it. I don't even think they realized it was my birthday. <laughs> There was a cake. I blew a candle twice. Man, it's two candles. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time from my, it was my ninth birthday. I'll never forget. I actually got a present. <laughs> was it because you were a Jehovah's Witness? <laughs> no, my, <laughs> my parents. My dad was supposed to be a Catholic, and my mom just preached the Bible, but I didn't know what she was. <laughs> and my, uh, but no, it was uh, my ninth birthday. I wouldn't forget it. Uh, my dad pulls up to a convenience store because he had just stopped at the liquor store, got him some liquor, and he was like, "Oh, it's your birthday, huh?" So he, <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> so he pulls up to the convenience store, and he goes in, and he gets this little, uh, ju- what is it, uh, blackjack little handheld game, mm-hmm. and that was my birthday present. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Well, like, it's from a, <laughs> like a low quality Game Boy or something. You, you, you remember those little handhelds that used to come out of it? But this was a little blackjack thing, and it was like nine ninety nine. And it had like water in it. No, it was a, a little electronic thing. Uh, this was before Game Boys. This is when they would bring out those little EA electronic things or whatever. I think I know what you're talking about. And they, you know, but this was a blackjack version. And you could only play one thing on yes. it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And so he bought that for me and I was, man, I was so fucking happy. 
I was like, I got a, I got a birthday present. I didn't get a fucking cake, but I got a birthday present. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. So I was all playing in the back seat. You know, I played that thing until the batteries went dead. I was like, you know, I know how to play 21 Blackjack. So were your, were your parents just not into birthdays? Uh, they were in for my sisters. For my sisters, oh, yeah, they, they, they took care of their birthdays for my sisters. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't know what the fuck it was. I was raised a little different. Maybe that's just like coming from a mexican household yeah because the, the, <laughs> the, the boy was supposed to like uh be strong no birthdays you you can lacerate your your skin and it's bleeding but uh shut up you're not going to the doctor you're okay put some sprite on it you know Vicks. yeah some old school shit yeah so i grew up a little bit mixture of old school with you know don't cry mm-hmm. and it's it fucking crazy because like he called me today today too he matter of fact he called me today and he's I, I was telling him about how i smoked a brisket mm-hmm. And then he was like, why'd you do it that way? I was like, well, that's the way they showed me on the video. Oh, it's not the right way. <laughs> I was like, well, there's more than one, uh, one way to skin a cat. He was like, yeah, but I bet it sucks. I was like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he was like, by the way, you don't say hi to me or your mom anymore. I was like, well, because I didn't learn how to have uh, affection. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty cool. And my sister, I told my sisters about it. They were like, they don't understand. You're just a, the lost child. <laughs> I was like, the black sheep and I ain't done shit. You could write some material about that. Yes, and I as I ask my sister all the time, and she's like, "Do it, do it, do it." Yeah. That's the way you were, you you know. It's funny. That's the way you know. Use your pain. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Use my. It's not like you were saying either. Uh, just a while ago, it's not really necessarily pain for me anymore. Yeah. Because I outgrew it. It's just it's fucking funny when I think about it. I'm like, you know, I could have been one of those typical Mexicans that grew up in the streets and ran it and fucked up and said, "Hey, I'm going to prison because of my mom and dad." But no. I did a lot with it, changed with it, grew with it, and now since after COVID, I'm learning to recapture everything, mm-hmm. like re- rethink, every, reevaluate, and see the different sides to my life. And I'm fucking 34, and I'm just now seeing this shit. I feel bad for all, all the all the you know kids that come for where you know I might have come from, and they're lost. Yeah, because it's it's real shit. Like mm-hmm. we were poor, you know, we struggled. My parents, you know, it wasn't the best place, but to see what I could have been yeah, and to where I've come from. Now you're the best barber in Texas. Hopefully one day. Yes. And then hopefully I'll get a restaurant and, and a bar and I'll be a great comedian and I'll have a lot of bitches. <laughs> you still going to do music? Is that, uh, yes. Is that just a hobby? Do you want to do like it's more peaceful. of that? It's because pe- see if I wasn't here tonight doing this podcast, mm-hmm. I'd actually be listening to music writing. And I, I actually write a lot of poetry. That's crazy. I write a lot of poetry. I, I should have got locked up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> people in prison write poetry <laughs> that's true they got nothing else to do yeah and, and i just write words and words and then i mix it with our lingual today like uh i was writing about a um uh, because i do have family members uh you know rape i was writing about rape about a little girl who lost her innocence mm-hmm. brenda's got a baby yeah like and you see how tupac took it and made it relevant yeah so i will write it uh like we're uh, <laughs> a seventh grade english teacher will be like, this is so magnificently beautiful. <laughs> magnificently? <laughs> but then I have to remember that, you know, if I were to take it to, like, somebody from where I came from, they'd be like, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, so then I break it down into, it's just crazy. Uh, I forgot. it. I actually use it in one of my verses, but I kind of played with the words a little bit and took it away because I didn't want it to be so dark about mm-hmm. her being raped. But, yeah, you know, it's happened in the family. You know, we've had, you know. Yeah. Like fucking Dave Chappelle, brilliant. He was like, getting raped by uh, Michael Jackson, and the difference between getting raped by Michael Jackson and getting raped by someone in your family. <laughs> so this is just the Thanksgiving's not that awkward. 
Yeah, that shit's funny. She got that uncle. I was like, oh my god. I was like, I could so relate to that. There's uh, there's this bit uh, Andrew Scholes have has. I don't know if you've heard of him. Probably told you about him before, but he talks about uh, uh, Donald Trump grabbing women by the pussy, mm-hmm. and he's like, women. You're only upset because you've never been fingered by a billionaire. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like he fingers he's got you. a point. It's like you're used to you're used to getting fingered by thousandaires. <laughs> like, of course, you'd be offended. Come to my come to my. It's like you're used to getting fingered by a man who steals food stamps. <laughs> it's like get in that. touch with Cheeto fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Minimum that's wage so, fingers. Yep, that's so true. <laughs> so true. He's like you. you <laughs> You got hit by the McDonald fries. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! We're gonna have some rape victims pissed off at us. But I relate to it. No, it's no, yeah. It's it's funny, and it's. I don't <laughs> think it's a topic that should be avoided. Cause no, it's real. Because uh, Terry, uh, Terry it's is a part it, of life. Terry Crews. Yes. Yeah. When he talked about it today, I'll actually watch that because I was watching that part about the. Uh, what you, was it like an interview? They broke his a lot of his words up, and they pieced them together. Because when he was talking about how he met Adam Sandler, and Adam Sandler told him to speak up about rape, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, the reason why I was watching it, because long story short, long time ago I actually got drugged, and this is real shit. And um, I got drugged, and I was you know taken advantage of by a four hundred pound woman. Oh shit! <laughs> Five two, four hundred pounds, and I didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't know what. She sounds beautiful. So, <laughs> So through COVID too, that shit kept popping up because I was like, your life is so fucked up. I, I was hammering myself. Uh-huh. But then when I brought that back up and I had a friend help me out, you know, and a counselor, I was like, Did, you know, they were digging in my head. I was allowing people in my head. I was watching the Terry thing and he was talking about how it's not okay and to stand up, but you don't have to necessarily use violence because I used violence for like a lot of my life. And then I was like, oh, you don't have to do that. And I was watching this. And I was like, yeah, I stopped violence, but why did you stop it? And he's talked about, you know, even though it can happen through a man, you, you speak up and you move, you move the situation and you grow from it and you learn from it. And you, and it was just, it's, you gotta, it was crazy. When I get it, I'll forward to you. Uh-huh. So that's when I was like, you know, rape's a very interesting topic because yeah. the psychological, that's why mm-hmm. I got into the Jerry Epstein because I was mm-hmm. looking for closure. <laughs> It, it affects men just as much as it does yeah, women. I was watching the, the, the Jerry Epstein. And I was like, I need the closure. What, 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 how did these? And the women never got it. Then motherfucker, he's probably still alive. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I was like, damn. I think it could have ended it. He could have been like, fuck it. Well, maybe, but then I feel like all the, uh, everybody's shit would have came out. Somebody was going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was very, very interesting. Um, and so that, and then relationship topics, Especially since I have a son, you know, he just mm-hmm. he just spoke to me the other day, and, he, and we we finally got to open up, and I found out that you know he really really likes girls a lot, a lot, a lot, and I was like, fuck, don't be like your daddy, you know, running around with, you know with women back in the day, and but we it was crazy because learning all this stuff is helping me as a father mm-hmm. to open up to him to talk yeah. to him because I didn't get that talk. All I was told is don't put your dick nowhere you're gonna get somebody pregnant. <laughs> And that was it. That was the end of the discussion. Good advice. Yeah. I was like, uh, <laughs> so where do I put it? <laughs> Nowhere. I didn't even know. I really, it's a true story. I didn't even know you could get a girl pregnant uh, through the ass. I thought you could. I thought you, any hole you put it through, I thought she could get pregnant. Really? She, she gave you head, I thought you could get her pregnant. Damn. <laughs> like, that's how uneducated I was, you know, mm-hmm. but, but come on where we come from. They don't teach you that. We didn't have sex ed. We yeah. just, they didn't even give us condoms. We would just be like, uh. You didn't have sex ed in school? No. Uh-uh. I, I was in Not the even uh, like one day. No, they didn't talk with it. Like it was shut off. 
and um it was sixth grader we there was we had a classmate pregnant seventh grade we had a classmate pregnant eighth grade we had Holy like shit. two or three pregnant freshman year we had like you know half the class pregnant <laughs> <laughs> so it was a normal thing yeah you went to pd right yeah okay. and i joked about it because i was like man i was That's 21 a good joke too. <laughs> it's like i was 21 when i had my first kid mm-hmm. and that was my only kid but I was like, uh, I'm not a statistic, haha. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. jokes on y'all, and boom, 21. I was like, damn. But you know, and I would laugh at my son's mom because I was like, haha, you were 18. <laughs> <laughs> You're a statistic. She was 18 when he was born. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, we we had to go through the whole consent consent thing. How old was she? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I told her myself. <laughs> Yeah, they uh, allowed it because of the Romeo Juliet laws. So I was like a senior when I met her, and she was like a, a freshman. Mm. And you know, I've always liked him young, <laughs> but not Epstein young. Now that's uh, yeah, you got to clarify. Yeah, he's I'm like question, questionable a, statement. Uh, a little fourteen year old when you're in your fifties, and they've got braces. That's that's horrible. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's disgusting. Even if they don't have braces, yeah, they have perfect teeth. Yeah. When I met her, I was <laughs> seventeen and she was fifteen, and so that's a two year difference. So mm. that's that's kind of how that worked. Worked. But when you say like uh, freshman, senior, and this and that, I was, that's that's a big difference. <laughs> no, I always thought the freshman, senior thing was weird too because I saw some was, seniors when I was a freshman, like senior guys, like holding hands with girls who were fifteen, and I was like, "This is what? yeah, this isn't normal." <laughs> no, it's not. It's self esteem. <laughs> <laughs> I admit, I was like, "I can't get a girlfriend," but I bet the freshman would date me. Yeah, I was an ugly duckling. Uh, this is braver yeah. than I was. I didn't talk to girls in high school. Well, I didn't not till my senior year. <laughs> I mean, nothing against gay people, but everybody thought I was gay. And I was like, I'm not gay. I don't suck dick. <laughs> I just don't know how to get a girl. You could be gay and not suck dick, I think. Yeah, you could because you don't know how to get dick. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. You know, and they'll date a girl. <laughs> yeah. And then they come out and they're like, I just didn't want to date you. It's not you. I, I just want to suck dick. You know, I, I've just had wa- f- I just wanted to go shopping with you. Yeah, I've had a few of my... Uh, <laughs> just get- liked your shoes. <laughs> had beautiful <laughs> shoes, glitters and everything. I wanted them too. <laughs> no, because I had a few of my uh, close friends, you know. I was like, back in the day, you used to have all these girls and now you now you want to suck dick? Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah. I just didn't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dang. It's probably tough to do in high school mm-hmm. i was like so you felt comfortable just kicking it with a girl he's like yeah i'm a girl <laughs> okay <laughs> okay that's the thing too my uh i got a little cousin who's gay and he's like always surrounded by girls mm-hmm. just it like, comes man, natural he could, he could get so much pussy if he wanted to <laughs> <laughs> yep what did Felipe as far as to say he goes uh my brother i don't know but you know he's he's gay and he goes but it's weird because it's like he the way he looks, he's like Superman, but he just wants to fly around and get his nails, hair and nails done all day. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Yeah. I forgot he had a, oh yeah. The joke was that they, uh, they dressed his, they had to dress his, uh, brother up like it was, like he was a girl <clears throat> and they think that had the effect on him or something like that. I don't remember, what, <laughs> but it was funny. No, man, that dude is hilarious. I like him a lot. He's, he's, he's another guy that's like. He sounds so stupid with some of his jokes. There's, they're dumb jokes sometimes that he just says. <laughs> they're just stupid. But then when you meet him in person, fuck, he, Matt, I've intellectually just on another fucking level. Blew, that makes sense. Yeah, blew my head away. I was like, how do you know all this shit? He's like, I read. <laughs> I was like, oh. But he's just, he's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what you got to do. To be a comedian, you got to be fucking well-rounded in, in your facts. Oh, and, definitely. 
and your knowledge. It's it's not something that people look at us like, oh, y'all are just stupid making dumb jokes. But mm-hmm. sometimes those dumb jokes, we had to like look at a different angle, different perspective. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's especially when you go in a place and like where you're going to go scooters. I was like, shit, they were on the roof with guns. Yeah, they were. I was like, Fredo, Fredo, go tell a joke. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see if they can take a joke. Like, we'll see if they take because that shit's intense. Yeah, but I mean, I can't. I can't be afraid to tell Mm-mm. to tell my material nope. to a certain crowd. Nope, you got to. And and me, I'm just like I'm rusty. I'm real fucking rusty. If I were to get on there, I'd probably get on there and just bomb and just like walk off. But it's not that I'm afraid to bomb. I just I I need to be there mentally too. And mm-hmm. mentally, like I'm saying, I, I need COVID too. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to bomb. It's just part of it. So yeah. Need COVID to pass a little bit more. Do it. Do it. I want to be like, uh, what's his name? Lil Baby. He dropped that song and I was like, wow. I haven't heard it. Uh, I heard a little bit of it, a little bit of it, but and I can't re- recite any of his words yet because I haven't like studied this song. Because you can't understand him? No, I can, <laughs> I can hear him, but he was saying some really deep shit. So he went different from the usual platforms that everybody's been doing. He's not no... He is saying some shit. Mm, and I don't I think I've like, ever... I've never like listened to him closely. No, and I've never really either. I uh, just barely started listening to uh, Dub Baby. I don't know they Dub Baby. There's yep. Dub Baby, and then there's Little Baby, and then there's Baby. The bigger picture, Little Baby. The bigger picture, because um, he starts using factual shit, mm-hmm. saying things, you know. And I was like, wow. See, I kind of want to do stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I need to go dormant and and think about but i need to also know where my heart and my head's at at the same time because your heart and your head's not there you're not going to really do it yeah that's true mm-hmm. a picture of hillary clinton yeah hillary clinton i bet you she's fucked some kids too she probably has yeah i bet she's eating kids yeah bet she's a cannibal <laughs> well because they said something that she did something to a 10 year old little girl and i wanted to go look on that I don't know if it was a little girl or a little boy. That was some deep shit. They have, like, a lot of crazy shit on these people. Yeah. But I believe, uh, you know. There were leaked emails about uh, spirit cooking. I don't know if you heard about that. What's that? It was her and this dude named John Podesta. They would go to these things, and it was called spirit cooking. Um, let me see if I can just find it. See, like, weird shit like that where they would, like, eat cakes shaped like people it's really crazy shit that's part of the devil shit right there yeah that's the that's what they're into and this is these are like real photos of like some real creepy shit see they have like a and that's not a real person i believe it's like a wax figure or something i don't know some sort of uh, i couldn't no mm -mm, shit grosses me out see because I, at work, I get grossed out if I see you have, like, not a lot of hair and too many dots in your head. <laughs> what do you mean dots? Like the pores. Like, like Indians? No, like, if you got, like, you can see your pores mm. and you're losing your hair. That shit looks gross to me. I, I have a problem with, like, dots and shit. And then if you had a fucking head at my table, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at your hair. <laughs> fucking get grossed. That is gross. Who the, what? Yeah, I don't know. That was just... It was part of the emails that she got um, that people were looking into. And were they leaked or hacked? 
I don't know the difference. <laughs> leaked is like she might have accidentally sent it, you know, and then hacked is where somebody hacked her and they got a hold of that shit. Do you believe in the whole what's the uh the hacker's name An- anonymous? Anonymous? I mean it exists. It exists. I mean, cuz no, I, I don't know if it's like how you can verify any of it, but uh-uh. it's it seems legit. Yeah. I've been looking at that shit. That's great cuz you I, I don't know cuz it's like well if this shit was true, how come it's not blown up? Yeah, that's what I was like. The thing they leaked something about Donald Trump, like raping with, a thirteen-year-old and getting painted off with Epstein. Yeah, but like if that was even slightly true, CNN would run with that immediately. You know, like it'd be all over the news every day. Well, that's what that guy was talking about when I was talking about the markers. Yeah, he was talking about. He said a name, and I've never heard that name, but this is a top dog. He said it's like Rockefeller level. It's in the in the twelve family. Is it uh, Soros? What's the first name? George? George Soros? Yes. So yeah. he says he owns everything as far as owns everything. Yeah, there's theories that uh, he's he created Black Lives Matter. Yes. So that's what he was, and he was showing how um, they were, that he created it through the, the media because Hillary's right under him and he needs to protect Hillary and she's going to trial. So he's using the COVID, mm-hmm. was using the COVID until the Black Lives Matter had to, had to come. Um, and they, they used the media Mm-hmm. Uh, and because he can turn around and come around the media, even though they're all different perspectives, mm-hmm. he can kind of control them all. And so it's crazy. See, that sounds too coincidental. I mean, there, it could be real, but it also like sounds too fake. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't know. The, I mean, you can't tell anything anymore. No, you, you can't. <laughs> and the internet don't help help out because like you can put like what you put right there, spirit cooking, mm-hmm. and it just has all kinds of shit, different leaks, different. Uh, links different oh. yeah it's just and you don't know what's true and what's did not. you hear about that uh that police state they created in seattle the the mm-mm, i didn't hear it's about it's called jazz oh yeah my son <laughs> <laughs> it's c-h-a-z but yes. they uh basically the police force just gave up in seattle and they take over the police headquarters they took over six city blocks and they built put up fences and they're carrying around rifles and they're like not letting anyone in or out so they built like their own little city of like Antifa, Black Lives Matter people. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy as hell. My son actually told me that. He's like, Dad, your name's famous. <laughs> <laughs> and then he showed me. I was like, it's ch- but it has a Z, right? Yeah. I was like, it's it mine has an S. That. Yeah. That shit's wild. And Antifa, and they, and you know they say that. Uh, but it's really like it's just because like the mayor let them do that, like the mayor forced the police to stand down because she's like, I support you. You're doing a great job. Keep going. You know. Yeah. But we kind of <laughs> fuck up my city, please. Yeah, we kind of do need regulation, though. I mean, because if we if we don't, then it'll go. We won't have a government. We won't need a little. Well, the, if this keeps going on, the government's gonna step in and shoot all of them in the face. Like, <laughs> if we can't, there's no way that this could keep happening. No. Like, maybe in Seattle, because, like, you know, it's a bunch of pussies run it. But, like, as soon as it gets further, they're going to shut yeah, it down. Yeah, we, we do need order. They're going to shut it down right away. That's crazy. Oh, I'm going to go look into this. So, that's what that was. Yeah. They took over their own little city. Yeah. That, I didn't know. I mean, my they, son was telling me some shit. They have their own set of rules. It's It's crazy. And it's, like, thousands of people just taking over government buildings. Seattle Chaz, the man white people give out. <laughs> yeah, what? there was there is a guy talking, and he goes, "If you're a white person here, 
you need to immediately give a person of color $10. You find the nearest black person, you give them $10, you don't have cash, you get their Venmo. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I don't even know what that what you're solving there. No. That seems counterproductive. <laughs> uh, that's how politics were built. <laughs> $10 reparations. Let's let's get taxes and you know, I think man, I don't know. It's it's we're in a, an extremely weird place and uh, Corona just started spiking again. It, it did. It, like well, just I over the last three days. I think it did because they need more media attention. That's, that could be it. Yes. That's why I'm like stuck in between it. Uh, my favorite was when they, uh, today when they, they put Zeke and they were like, <laughs> they were like, uh, Ezekiel Elliott has coronavirus. Yeah. And Zeke tweeted HIPAA. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Like, why do you tweet that? He, because uh, they're not supposed to tell. It's supposed to, you know, when you, you know, if you oh, go to the doctor. Okay, okay. And he was like, HIPAA? Question mark? Like, what the fuck? No, what's <laughs> weird is there were like several Dallas Cowboys yeah, and Houston Texans players. Yes. Including Ezekiel Elliott. But they didn't <laughs> mention anyone else. Like, no. <laughs> and Zeke is like, HIPAA? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, that's, I hope he sues. Like, because that that's you know that's the same thing as if you went to the doctor and you found out you had aids you don't want nobody to know yeah i mean aids is hard to hide but yeah i get i get what you mean like herpes it's like okay i have aids let me go deal with it you know and he's like because right now covid is on the level of aids even though it's not as far as killing wise but as far as it's killing more like we've actually handled aids pretty well recently but i think more people are dying from covid than aids right now yeah and it's like you, you don't want covid and they're like Ezekiel Elliott has COVID. That's the thing, though, is like we never cured AIDS. We just kind of found ways no. to deal with it. No, what's his name? Uh, Anth- what's his name? Anthony Bourdain. Bo- no, <laughs> the the Faust. What? Uh, Fossey, the Fauci? doctor. That yes, stands next to Trump. What's his first name? Andrew Anthony Fauci. I don't know. I yeah, just the say one Doctor Fauci. But yes, Fauci, uh, that stands next to Trump. He. That's a huge. I was reading on that during COVID too. He was there when the AIDS epidemic started, when the Ebola e- epidemic started. Mm-hmm. He's with the front line with Gates now um, on this COVID, and they're getting all the patents. To, yeah, to that's a theory. And I'm like, damn. It's just, and they're making billions, billions. Off of what? Well, once they, uh, on the AIDS, they made billions. Off of the Ebola, they made, I think, billions, but they made a lot of money off of that, you know, coming up with uh, remedies. Now, off this COVID that since 2006 they've been um pressing for for coronavirus um yeah i mean there's patents. been there's been strains of coronavirus mm-hmm. and it only comes from dogs and bats so far that that, that what that they've shown that mm-hmm. it's come from that you know dogs have it and these bats and so it was crazy because in wuhan the laboratory that uh was two miles away from where it, uh, it came out from or whatever from the little wuhan city mm-hmm. wet market the Wuhan laboratory was actually funded by the U.S. Uh, it was a fort something. Yeah, yeah. That I saw that Fauci actually was in control of. It was under his you know, under his people, and so they had direct funding. And you know, two miles away, boom, you get this. Oh, they were eating bats. Like when we, be, us being stupid as you know human beings, we're like, yeah, they're eating bats. Mm-hmm. And that particular bat that's supposed to carry that coronavirus yeah. wasn't even sold in the market. It was actually at the other end of China in a mountain that to get there, you got to basically hike down and climb down and go into a cave and grab this bat. And no, those motherfuckers eat bats. Yeah, <laughs> they do, but it wasn't, it, it didn't come from that particular bat. You know, it was, it's, it came from a very rare bat Maybe that was not, not sold know. in the market. I've heard experts saying that, uh, 
that they don't need to create viruses. Like there's enough dangerous viruses well, that there's no need for a man-made virus. So there isn't. But if you're going to sit here and, and this is goes in conspiracy theory shit, bullshit mm-hmm. right here, right now. But if you're going to sit here and you're running the market through pharmaceutical, because Bill Gates said, and I think 2015, it was a Ted talk. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates actually stated that the world is sitting here fighting for, um, nuclear power nuclear control mm. that the, that's not what's going to destroy the world what's going to destroy the world is an unknown pen, pandemic yeah. that we cannot cure and he said that during a two talk i want to say it was 2015 yeah he warned us and nobody yeah. cared and nobody cared but he bought up all these patents and like him and his wife uh, is uh-huh. marsha or martha i don't know yeah they got all these they use their little thing and they got all these they own mm. rights to everything that says coronavirus as far as it's coming out like does that does that mean he planned well or does that, that mean he he's part well. of it? He could have planned very well because there's, you know, um, they're just rich. There's a rich and they, they, yeah. they can even give us clues and hints. They, they, there was this Chinese movie that I saw, uh, or an Asian movie. I don't know if it was Chinese, but it was from, uh, you know, it was an Asian style movie. Yeah. And they talked about, and they threw the word, word coronavirus. Mm-hmm. It's subtitled in there and they're running around because yeah. people are turning into zombies and it was so so crazy and it was a few years ago people blew this up on the internet like yeah. oh china already knew that this was going to happen well this has been it's been a strain for a long time and it's just kept mutating and okay. changing well that's what they say but um i also saw this other woman who wasn't really 100 percent credited because she also in my eyes um she was there part of the aids she was there with a little bit of the, was Ebola. It the old white lady they were yes. interviewing so she, she basically she got fucked out you know yeah they took her shit fucked her through her but out. they they kind of proved in like the first few minutes that she was lying about why she mm-hmm. was kicked out and why she was arrested yes and and you know and that's why i knew basically what it was is she might have been involved in this mm-hmm. and she didn't get her money or she wanted more power but fauci was like uh no fuck you bitch this shit's mine <laughs> so boom outster so she did li- she lied but mm-hmm. Some of her points I did believe because she said that um, for us to contract a, a human, a, humans to contract a, a virus from an animal like a bat, it would take mm-hmm. over 800 years of just natural pro- uh, progress, progression mm-hmm. of just us basically fucking bats. Yeah. <laughs> like we'd have to live with bats, fuck with bats, eat with bats, shit with bats. Mm-hmm. And then we could over 800 years. But she said if you use viro- virology or whatever whatever the word was and you speed it up you can do it in 10 years and it took him 17 years because they had been working on this 17 years with a, a, a certain doctor who that whole crew went missing from that wuhan laboratory mm-hmm. basically they went missing and the first one that they used it on um they went to go interview and they were like oh she that, that woman doesn't work here and then later you know china said you know she did work here but she chose to leave and then boom the whole crew went missing and then china closed the books they're like no so that's why trump was attacking like oh they don't want to give us the information but i kind of think that they had it they just wiped it out because they're like no we we, we did this mm. so it's it's it was it was fucked up because at the end of the day there's going to be billions of dollars made from this shit from our fucking suffering I don't know. I've been reading a lot during Billions of dollars made from a vaccine? If they come out with a vaccine or if they come out with medicine, mm-hmm. um, they just they, they need to respike it. So it, it's a big scare. Yeah. Because we did hear the conspiracy theory that there's a lot of doctors who are saying numbers are being, t- you know, twerked. And, oh, and, yeah. They've, they've twerked. I like that. <laughs> they've uh, been revealing that, that they've been lying about the numbers for a while. Now. For a while. Yeah. It's so fucking crazy. I was like, what? 
that sounds about right in America. Because yeah. think about it, America, why are all these other countries, why is America hit the way? Yeah, why are we getting hit the hardest? The hardest, yeah. Why, why, why? Like when uh, uh, firsthand Tyson, um, I had a client, he had COVID, his whole fucking family had COVID, his aunts, everybody had COVID. Uh-huh. I, th- I think only one aunt sh- like reacted really bad to it. Mm-hmm. The rest of everybody didn't even know they fucking had it. Yeah, that's, I mean that's how it is in most yeah. cases. And I was like, damn, he. I think he. I want to say he had his mom, his dad, him, nobody, his wife, nobody, none of them got it. Uh, he had like a couple of cousins. Where we had five people. He had his. He had like three or four aunts. We'll say three. It's eight people right there. Yeah. And only one aunt reacted bad. His mom and dad didn't even react bad. He was like, they were positive with it. But it was because they all work at Tyson. Uh-huh. You know, it's a Mexican family that all. Yeah. And he was like, only one mm-hmm. showed really bad, but the rest were positive. They had to be quarantined. And he didn't work at Tyson, but he got it through, you know, either his mom and dad or one of yeah, his. Yeah, just being around him. Yeah, and I was like, what? And so he had to, like, quarantine. But there's also, like, uh, there. I don't know how true it is, but they're still saying, like, oh, blood type. They isn't affected by it and i have an o blood type so yeah they, i mean i probably could test positive well and be okay i, I kind of wanted to say because i also heard the the little thing about um vaccines it's not that vaccines are you don't need to get vaccinated because my son had allergies and he was vaccinated like my son my fucking son lays in the grass he can't breathe he's gonna die mm-hmm. i was a kind of football day like what the fuck's your problem but i didn't i didn't know he was busting out i was like we're being yeah. a Get the fuck yeah. up. He's like, Dad, I can't breathe. <laughs> and I'm thinking, quit, quit, you build that stamina, pussy. And then I'm like, oh, shit, you're allergic to the grass. <laughs> so there's a vaccine you can take? Yeah, he took his, uh, it's, he's getting injected. He, well, he's already done with his injections, but he and should it, be good. It lasts for life? Uh, they said 20 years. Wow. Because he's allergic to mesquite, he's al- to hickory, Damn. to cows, to cats. Um, you got some weak semen, bro. Yeah. Well, that's, that came from his mom. <laughs> She's allergic to everything, too. And it was crazy. He can't be around pollen, mold, uh, all kinds of shit. And Damn. I was like, what? Because nobody in my family is allergic to anything. Mm-hmm. But, he, but he got these injections, and they helped him. So I do believe in vaccines because yeah. now this dude can go lay in the grass, and he, it doesn't bother him. He used to, like, get dry skin, itchy bumps, and mm-hmm. break out. I, you know, me being uneducated in that area, I thought he was a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I find out I was like, oh, but then as far as vaccine goes, um, I feel that we can get too comfortable with vaccines yeah. and like the flu shot. You know, I've never had a flu shot. Yeah, I haven't either. And then some people who get the flu shot still get the fucking flu. Yeah, they give you they give you the flu when you get the shot. Yeah, it's like supposed to prevent it yeah, if you like, get a little bit. And and you know that they tax it to you know if you've got insurance and yeah. all that but they, they don't even they're not even sure like what strain of flu is out at no, that point they said there's so many flus yeah and, I'm like, and i feel like that's the same thing with corona there's not just one corona there's probably like a hundred different versions of yeah uh, and i'm like you know at the end of the day there's money being made off of this so if they did come out with a you know a vaccine for it people are going to line up for that real yeah, quick i mean they're going to have to make a vaccine just even if it's like pointless, it's still going to make people feel better. It, it will. It's that peace of mind. Cause I always forget. And it's crazy in Amarillo cause we're actually bad. We're not, um, we are not safe here in Amarillo as far as the way we're handling things. Oh yeah. Not at all. I mean, the bigger cities, it's, you get fined for not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And I was laughing because I always forget about coronavirus till I go to United and I'm like, Oh shit. Everybody's wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, <laughs> look at us <laughs> coughing. <laughs> Everyone, everyone here just casually said, fuck it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I mean, we're back to having sex with no protection, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we used to wear masks. 
<laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. That's what's scary, man. Is like we're going back to doing comedy, and it's spiking again. Like, are they about to shut us down again in a month? Oh man! Like, I don't know if life will ever be normal again. You know, I Som- sometimes I have those paranoid thoughts to where it's like, you know, is is comedy gonna ever exist the way it used to? No, it, we is it will competitive. Are competitive sports ever gonna exist the way they used to? Yeah, it it it'll take t- it'll take t- it'll maybe a year or two, three, four years. Because that mask thing is going to be a reminder. The mm-hmm. ones who still wear the mask are the ones who are still showing that there's fear. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could be a, that could become a new thing, like every winter, mm-hmm. and people just start wearing masks. My favorite was watching we watched V for Vendetta, mm-hmm. and how the government and the conspiracies and all that, how they take over, how they manipulate. And I actually they, need to watch that movie. I've never seen it. Oh gosh, you'll love it because he he comes in to save the day from a woman who's going to get raped from some some guys who are. Mm-hmm just out patrolling the streets but they know they can do it because they're part of the you know thing but he's here to stop what the government's been doing and as far as the media being controlled mm-hmm. and showing different perspectives because right now the media is telling us we need to wear masks doesn't v for vendetta take place like a century ago um okay so there's a war mm-hmm. or, or it's supposed to be oh man he says it at the very beginning a guy was going to go blow up parliament Mm-hmm. So V for Vendetta is supposed to take place in the times that it was made, uh, like in the 2000s or oh, early okay. 2000s. But this guy is his name. The V is his name. Vendetta, V five, the Roman numeral. All that is very. Sim- it all has simple symbolic. Is that the word that you use? Symbolic. Yeah. It, it everything. Everything he does. Uh, everything he says with the V. His mask. It's you know the jawlines in the shape of the V. The room that he stayed in mm-hmm. when he was uh, a prisoner was you know. But it's all to relate to you know overthrowing the government and so yeah i don't think we should overthrow the government no we probably should yeah but that's where the anonymous mask comes from right yes okay that's what i thought so you watch that you uh my son saw that and he was like dang dad this is kind of like the way we're living right now and i was like <laughs> yes you know we have curfews because mm-hmm. in the movie they have curfews they can't yeah. be out there's you can't speak about anything martial law yes exactly yes 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 and uh we're all like just prisoners prisoners of yeah of fear and maybe maybe it's a coincidence that the the protests the police brutalities followed Mm -hmm. immediately after corona but like each each little thing the government's taking a little bit more of our rights away yeah because they're not giving them back the government is using it to distract us yeah and they're over showing things and, and they, you know, they're showing us a lot of Karens and mm-hmm. things like that. And I know a lot of white, white people that are you know, good people, Yeah, absolutely. but it's showing the bad things. So we continue to fight amongst yeah. each other. I mean, there's a, there's probably a million great cops. Oh yes. We're only, we're only seeing the fucking shitheads. Yeah. That's, and that's all <laughs> they want us to see. Yeah. And then, you know, the black lives matter. That's a very important movement. That mm-hmm. really, really is because yeah. me being, you know, we being colored people, yeah. we get affected by that sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Um, because we're Mexicans, but you know, like the Beaner, you know, yeah. fuck Jesse Quackenbush. <laughs> but, Thank you for bringing that up. I was gonna talk about that, and I forgot. Yeah, but he, all that shit that's going on, we need to speak up, and we need to. But I think the media is making us hate each other in a different way. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, for and because sure. I, I, I cut about at one point, I had about fourteen cops that I just knew on a daily basis cutting their hair. 
and there was only two, and they weren't even cops. They were correction officers, but you can't tell the difference. They're in uniforms. Mm-hmm. They just worked the cells. There was just two I didn't like, and it wasn't that the department was bad. It's just they were bad apples. Mm-hmm. But what did they usually say? One bad apple ruins, you know, yeah. ruins the whole, the whole barrel. And I can I can see that now because Minneapolis, that whole department needs to fucking change. Yeah, that's a whole leadership. That's a whole fucked up department right there. Yeah, anonymous leaked a lot of their videos. I got to watch them. That's a police brutality, and they did it across every color. Mm-hmm. Every color. They're just fucked up, right? All in whole. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is this? It's not always necessarily a race thing. They did some, it. some cops are just shitty to everyone. Yeah, and that particular some cops are just bullies. Did it to every race. Yeah. Now, it they used it uh, and they triggered it, and it's it's been a long time coming too because you know we we the black people needed to mm-hmm. also make a stand, which I'm glad they did because um, they've been going through a lot of you know injustice to, across the nation. Yeah. yeah, it's just is it unjust? Injustice? It's injustice. Injustice, yes, yeah. across the nation. And um, that's that PD right there. <laughs> Polidoro. <laughs> no, but they've been going through injustice across the board for forever. You know, mm-hmm. you you can go pull up YouTube and just look up uh, officer versus black person. And yeah. you'll see all these fucked up things that have been happening to them. And it's, it's I don't know why. I don't know the trend or why. I don't, yeah. I don't, I just know that they, they have a different, you know, mm-hmm. attitude towards them. And it's not cool. Yeah. But then it, us being Mexicans, it will trickle down to us. I mean. It, mm-hmm. it won't be that long. We have to learn how to, you know, back each other and help each other. For sure. Because maybe one day, we'll, you know, we'll get some shit done to us. Yeah. Because, and it's not like a, a, well, I don't know what it is. It's just fucked up. But the news is, is hyping it and putting different perspectives, mm-hmm. making people think because it's bringing out racism in all of us. Yeah. And it's it's really hard to tell. Like, you, nobody gets to know the full story. Mm-hmm before they're pissed off like yep. the guy who killed george floyd they used to work together they were bouncers together at a club mm-hmm. they knew each other for like a decade wow and it makes you wonder like why are we not talking about the why are we not talking about these guys knew each other maybe they had beef maybe they had some shit going on yep yeah i heard that i heard that too and then um like today i was hearing um they were man and it's bringing the racism out of us because like no george floyd did somebody and it kind of made me piss me off um but they were like whoa you know he was a, a dope head and did meth and he put a gun to his uh woman's stomach and stuff like that and i was like what the fuck mm-hmm. but then that was them using the media and that's what that guy who uses the markers was talking about too he said yeah. that, and they presented that yeah. and he's like but in reality what was done what was done and i was yeah. like yeah i mean it, it really doesn't matter wh- what type of lifestyle you had no nobody before you were to be. suffocated or before your neck was no. broken I was like, wow, but then media gets a hold of this and they, they have us fighting each other and it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's ridiculous. And again, we all forget that Hillary Clinton's in court. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the main thing, but it's, yeah. it's, it's weird. It's, do you, do you think it's going to calm down? Like part of me, like shit has always happened mm-hmm. and then there's always been like a time to where it's like, okay, we can relax. But shit has never just happened back to back to back, like in 2020. Like, it just seems like everything's hitting at once. And, like, part of me is wondering, like, if if we're ever going to be, like, in a peaceful spot again. Or if this is just, like, some some apop- apocalyptic... <laughs> no, not apocalyptic. <laughs> ...in so, time shit right now. 
in the 1960s, that was what that comedian was talking about. And I, I was like, he grabbed my attention because he said, man, it's like we're living in the 60s again. Because it started around, you know, 61, 62, and it lasted to like maybe the 70s, early 70s. What was it? Uh, the whole, you know, the racism period. Where, oh, you know, civil Martin rights? Was, civil rights movement, okay. all that. You know, when it started, when you had, you know, Malcolm X and and every, all that, when it went down, mm-hmm. it took about, uh, say, 10, 12 years. And so it, we just started and this could go for a while because yeah. it, it, it's been going on, but it's now coming to light. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, maybe my 40s, it'll it'll go because it's 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 a great tactic t- to use when you run in the country. Mm-hmm. If you are powerful and you have money, yeah. if you can keep people from uniting by using racism, yeah, it's a wonderful tool. And, and it's if, sad. And if people are scared and you're on the side of law and order. Yes. You will choose that, and then, <laughs> you know, you'll be you'll be walking around with guns trying to, you know, uh, be a, what is it, a cop citizen, citizen's arrest, doing yeah. all that crap. And then Those two fuckers in Georgia. Yeah, and then if you're, yeah, exactly, holding the law in their hand, seeing a man running and shot him down. And just because they said, you know, they tried to use it in court that he went into uh, an abandoned house, but he didn't steal nothing. He didn't yeah. do nothing. And y'all didn't call anybody, no. so go fuck yourselves. Yeah, the, I hope you ride in prison. So, and it's it's sad because that's that's it's gonna be like this for the next few years because it came back to light again, and it's the perfect way to to run a you know to run whatever scheme you need to run if you distract us because right now the billionaires made a lot of money out of all of our out of all of us COVID and and the riots the billionaires are making money. How are they making money? Um, let's see, like they sold all their stocks. That's uh, true. They had to do that. They sold everything. They flushed out, you know, um, every the CEOs of McDonald's, um, uh, Bill Gates sold his stuff. They were just making so much money, and, and it was crazy. They, they uh, day trading is really big right now. It picked mm-hmm. up a lot. There's a and I actually want to get into that. Yes, and it's a big <laughs> trend right now. So there, it's uh, Amazon's blowing up because you know everything's shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Th- Anything that's tied to Amazon that's making direct money, Amazon is p- packaging, sending out, you know, all this. They're they're bigger than fucking UPS right now. Yeah, Am- Amazon's like the biggest company ever created. Yeah. And I heard Bezos was working on something to do overnight where it, it, he could make companies in all these other uh, little places. The car sales went up like fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm dealing with it in all these uh, dealerships that I'm working with. They, they don't know why or how, but they're blowing up like crazy. Yeah. Uh, and it killed a lot of the mom and pop stores our mall's about to die yeah it, everything that's because of amazon yeah every, <laughs> yep. it's like uh let's go to amazon fuck uh fuck uh lids it's crazy <laughs> so and it's the billionaires stop it mm-hmm. and i need to go look to see what more companies blew up because 252 billion was made this is one of the best times right now in the american economy i saw that like Trump created a bunch of jobs in May and I'm like who the fuck yes. just got hired in yeah. May like what's <laughs> like where the, are these jobs yeah who's that fucking essential <laughs> <laughs> so and it's it's the truth like uh, we, I need to go look in at exact where these numbers were blown up but yeah but that was from the billionaires now mm-hmm. from your normal american citizens we don't we don't make that much yeah we don't see anything and so all this unemployment Cut them a twelve hundred dollar check. They'll shut the fuck up. You know that's all we got. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And for us, we were like, yeah, twelve hundred dollars. But in reality, these motherfuckers made billions. Yeah, that twelve hundred dollars was supposed to last us from what March to June. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, 
let's give them another $1,200 and we can extend this shit out. And we're all like, yeah, let's get another 12. That would have been nice. Yeah, but, and it's sad. I mean, it's sad because I had a duty, uh, one of my clients, 20 years old, and he got a $1,200 check. Mm-hmm. He's like, bro, I just bought me a camera. <laughs> I was like, so you still going to be unemployed? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't touched it yet. No, no. I put it straight to a savings account. No, I, I don't, don't even want to look at it. Uh, no, my fucked up life. I didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you're a barber? No, I have back child support. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, thanks, babe. Man, that child support shit sucks. Oh, Especially yeah. if like, you're in your child's life. Mm, at, at least I admit it. There'd be some dudes that'd be like, oh, I'd be paying all the time. I'm like, nah, dude. I, you know what I told that joke? Yeah, she's like, he, he, he's consistent. He pays every third month. <laughs> <laughs> it was me exaggerating, but I don't always pay on time. <laughs> Nah, the child support thing's crazy, especially because they go off your income. Yep. Like, if you were a millionaire, you'd be required to, like, give your child, like, yeah. 20000 a month. Like, some crazy, exorbitant shit. And, and you like, could have just had a one night with a <laughs> prostitute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit's ridiculous. She's like, I'm not just a prostitute. <laughs> I'm also a, a personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bitch. Oh, all right. So, who are you voting for? Uh, <laughs> you know, because I also feel Joe Biden's touched some pussy too. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn. I think I'm gonna go libertarian. Libertarian. Who's running on that? Her name is like Joe Jorgensen or something. I don't even know how you pronounce her wow. name. No, I don't. I'm gonna vote for. I'm gonna vote third party. No, yeah, I might go with Joe. I might go with Joe, but he's just fucking up. It's like, dude, you just gotta. Right now, Trump is kind of fucked up really bad, and you could have used that against him. Mm-hmm. As far as like, well, he's trying to, <laughs> but he's just awful. He's, he's just fucking up too. It's he's like, too old. It's like, dude, both I mean, both of these guys are too old. <laughs> I would have said that you know, I would use the the economy as far as the unemployment rate. You know, you didn't take care of COVID. Yeah. You got your cities are burning up. I would have used that against him. But Joe's like, uh, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. <laughs> It's like what the, f- or if you're black and you don't vote for me, you're you're not black. You know, yeah. like what the fuck? Do we have another Trump? You know, basically, <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, man. It's like I another mean, Trump. It's like if you look damn. at his track record, he's he's hasn't been a good guy. No, and he's he, he sits here and stares at women as he you know touches them, and I'm like, <laughs> you you know you're being recorded, right? Yeah, he gives little girls neck massages. <laughs> yeah, at least Trump would sit a fucker in a pussy, but he said it in a van. He didn't know he's being recorded. <laughs> you being recorded. <laughs> I don't know, man. Times uh, times are weird. Yeah, I'm just uh, like. I hope comedy makes a comeback. Uh, I'm like, maybe I might vote for Hillary. <laughs> no, she's not. She's not running though, is she? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I don't I, know. Maybe uh, I feel like at the last second they're gonna be like, Joe Biden's too old, and then they're gonna like push someone in front of him. And Bernie backed out too. Huh? I wouldn't. Ver- <laughs> yeah. No. Ber- Bernie, like, I don't know. He always like means well, but then like, he'll. He'll cower down to them every time. Yeah, they they they, they just have more money than him. He's yeah. he's just Bernie. <laughs> he's a puppet. Yeah, he would have been a puppet. He'd have been too soft too. I did like Trump when he was stepping up to North Korea. You know, I yeah. like I did like that shit. No, I do I do like the way that he uh, he handles dictators. Yeah, usually, he's like a boss. He's like, oh fuck you. <laughs> That's kind of important to me. Yeah. But also, he's a total cunt sometimes, so. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's crazy. I mean, um, I had my family upset because they wanted me to vote for uh, Hillary. Uh-huh. And then I was like, well, she's not going to help me. I'm self-employed. 
How does it's not about your business? <laughs> God damn, then we go with our childhood, you know, control <laughs> shit. It's not about your business. <laughs> I think it's all about my business. Yeah, I was like, dang. And then that's so why I actually didn't vote that mm-hmm. that one. I voted for Obama, but yeah, that's when he was. But I didn't vote this last one. I, I didn't know who the fuck to vote for. I probably won't vote. I, like I said, I'll vote Libertarian, but I, I mean, she's not gonna win, so like I no. might as well not vote, you know? Yeah. And but I get annoyed with people who are like, "Well, not voting means you're voting for Trump." No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's like it's Hillary or Trump. They're both kind of fuck up, fucked yeah. up. You and know? Texas is gonna vote red. Yeah, it's like. I'm 99% sure Texas is going to vote red. Shout out to, what is it, Jerry, gerrymandering? What is it? Yeah, gerrymandering. Yeah, shout out to that. <laughs> I mean, really, we've got Houston, Austin, and Dallas. They'll vote blue. Maybe El Paso? I don't know. Maybe San Antonio? Well, when it comes to gerrymandering, yeah. That's, it's fucking crazy the way I saw that shit was set up. It's like, you could out, you could, because Hillary won the popular vote. Yeah. Yeah, but... Not the way the lines are in the districts are drawn up, you know. Trump yeah. won those, <laughs> but also the popular vote. If we were to go off the popular vote, I think it would be like only like the big cities would matter, you know. Yeah. Like what what people say anyway. I don't understand how it works, but that's argument against. Well, that's it. if they break them up too. In the end, you know. Yeah, it should be. I don't know. I would have to go more and study into that, but I think say, it should just be popular, like. Every person's mm-hmm. vote counts and all of one nation, you know, bam. Yeah. Instead of breaking it up by district because yeah. of, you know, county lines and all this mm-hmm. and that. But then, you know, you, you get to take advantage of that if you know how to use it because yeah. you don't have to sit here like and go win some places. Yeah. You just got to win key ones that have more. Yeah. You just have to win New York City, yeah. Los Angeles, Chicago, like all the big places. Yeah. And you can say, fuck all the farmers. Yep. Fuck <laughs> all the farmers. <laughs> I had a client no, no, last week. <laughs> He was like, I'm a farmer from Idaho. I don't speak Spanish. He's like, Trump don't give a shit about us. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Come here. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, okay. Your name? He's like, it's Josue, but they call me Jose. I don't speak Spanish. I was like, okay. <laughs> He said it twice? Yeah. He's, he's, he's cool, dude. It's just, it was weird. But yeah, he was like, he's, he's, he's a funny guy. He was actually... Maybe I should bring him out. He was actually really fucking funny. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and they said that at work, he cracks everybody up. He just got this weird fucking personality. But like I said, he's like, fuck Trump. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I just met you. What the fuck is this? He sounds funny in my head right now. Yeah, and he's a little short, kind of a heavier dude. Then I gave him his haircut. He's like, wow, I'm going to get laid tonight. (laughs) Is that how he talks? Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm married. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, I hope you do get laid if you're married. <laughs> he's, but he's just so funny. But his delivery, he sounds stupid, but he's not. That's hilarious. Maybe I should bring him out. Because they were telling me at work. Because I was like, hey, did you whole swig like his haircut? They're like, who's Josue? You mean Josh? Josh. <laughs> I was like, he told me Jose or jo- Jose. He doesn't he's speak like, Spanish. He goes, he's an IT guy. He goes by Josh. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, yeah, Josh. And they're like, yeah, he really liked it. He's like... He's, they were like at work. He cracks everybody up. He's fucking weird. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Bring him out. Hopefully, hopefully no one catches Corona <laughs> at our comedy <laughs> show. No. I'm kind of missing it though. Cause remember sometimes like, I don't know if you went through this, but I got laid sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. I miss that. <laughs> Just going up there and telling and they're like, yeah, you're somewhat kind of funny, but you're on stage. And mm-hmm. so you want to go have some, like, yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, I went, I went through that. <laughs> yeah, I went through that being single. Yeah, I was like, I kind of missed that. That was like the high life. It's a nice perk. Yeah, I was like, wow, you really? Uh, I had a threesome one time. I'll never forget me. I'm single, so I can say it, but. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. You got nervous. Well, because I'm like, I forget people are going to hear this, but I, I tell everybody all the time. I was like, yeah, man, comedy was great. I had a threesome. <laughs> Like you've never had it? I was like, Yeah, but in my younger twenties, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm thirty three now and I was like and I was like, We were doing it at um what's the one R R and R? Is that the one right there by the Nat? Yeah. Yeah. In the little back room. And there uh, yeah, and I had I actually one of my sets that I did because I don't have very many that did good, but one of the ones that I did really good, there was one that was a friend to one of my coworkers. She was there, she was all down, but and then there was um another one random and she wouldn't stop touching me but we were like really fucking drunk mm-hmm. and then there was the two on the right and i was like wow but the two on the right were like let's go home and i was like get both of y'all i get both of y'all i think i remember you telling me about that yeah, i was so fucking happy congratulations yes i was like wow because i kind of wanted you know one of those two because they were actually like you know tens mm-hmm. and then these two i mean together they were 10 but both two fives <laughs> yeah or six and a four <laughs> <laughs> So that counts. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was so happy about that. Very cool. All right. Well, I like to ask wrap up questions. I think I got four of them (coughs) or five. I don't know how many I have. I never counted. What is your definition of success? Um, after COVID before I had a totally different answer, but after COVID happiness, happiness and where your heart's at. Hmm. Um, so if that means that it brings you happiness to, you know, like be successful by making a lot of money, fucking a lot of bitches, Mm -hmm. but are you happy? As long as you're happy and you're doing what your passion and your heart is and you're enjoying it with great people. Um, yeah, that's my definition. Oh yeah. This is an unrelated question. It's almost, it's not my usual wrap up question, but I just thought of it randomly. So, um, there's like a young, like 18 year old kid who wants to like do stand up Mm -hmm. uh what advice do you give him and he's like i haven't done it before oh definitely go do it go try it go fuck up or kill it um but be true to yourself uh when i i I think some of the stuff Mm -hmm. i used to say too when i would do my comedy um sometimes was overly exaggerated but sometimes me just trying too hard when, oh yeah, over exaggerating is important. Yeah, you just you want to be yourself. Yeah, and you you don't want to change your character. Like mm-hmm. character is who you are. Yeah, because I would go on stage and I would try to present to be somebody totally different, and get off and just be me. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm struggling right now because mm-hmm. I I want my voice yeah to be on there like Chappelle's was. I'm definitely like a more dramatic version of myself. Yeah. Because I'm always really chill and laid back when I'm on stage. I mean, I'm still chill on stage, but I'm, like, more energetic. Yes. Yeah. Fun. So, so, yeah, just be true to yourself. Let your voice be who you are and write what's real to you. Hell, yeah. If you could take a time machine to any point in your life and give yourself advice, you can go to the past or the future. Um, Where would you go and what would you tell yourself? Back to my nine-year-old. Your birthday? <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, "It's gonna be all right, man. <laughs> don't, don't look at this like this is the end of the world. Just go ahead and become a man quicker, you know? Because I, I, I was a little boy for like a long time. Become a life. man quicker. Like meaning, it's like not, I don't usually hear that one. Uh, don't sit here. I, I beat myself up a lot, and I was one of those kids that um, blamed everybody. Mm-hmm. 
uh, for the reason why I couldn't excel mm-hmm. and went into it that depression with the whole tattoos things and everything of you know not knowing who I was and not believing in myself yeah. and becoming a very bad person when if I could go back I'd tell myself hey stay focused stay determined stay with your dreams don't let them go right maybe right now they might not be there but the Chaz that's 34 is starting to discover himself but if you do this you could discover yourself if you were 21 20 you know because I wanted mm-hmm. to do music I wanted to be a comedian when I was younger I wanted to do music I wanted to be an actor and I wanted to play the guitar and uh, I love women. Damn, wanted, that's a lot of things. Yeah, and I wanted to fuck a lot of women. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was nine years old. I was exposed to a lot of shit I shouldn't have seen. But yeah, but um, it, in reality, I also wanted to be a singer. But the way I was raised, and I, I, if I could go back, I'd say, do your dreams, chase them. Mm-hmm. I was told if you can't, if you're not born to sing, if you're not born to play the guitar, if you're not, if it's not already given to you, you can't do it. Mm. I didn't know that it was acquired through skills. Yeah, and so I accommodated. I didn't know till I got older. I'm like fucking 24, 25 yeah. when I'm starting to learn about the laws of attraction. <laughs> and I was like, if I would have got to learn that at nine year I'd tell nine-year-old Chaz, hey, be cool, stay focused, chase your dreams. You want to do basketball, you want to run, stay with those, and let's see where you'll go by the time you're 20. But no. it's great advice. Dig it. If you can make everyone in the world do something for 30 days, everyone has to do it for 30 days straight, regardless of what it is. Uh, what would you make them do? No drugs and no sex. Oh. Might be some suicides. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> but may the strong survive. <laughs> well, no, because clarity. Clarity. Yeah, definitely. Def- yes, because you went on the vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, you struggled with it. But yeah, it was hard. mentally, when you came up, what was your, your, your mind as far as mentally? I didn't feel a big difference mentally. No. no. I mean, I was eating cleaner. Did you, were you still drinking? It's a good question. I was a little bit. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I, I say, cause when I go on my binges without drinking and not doing anything, mm-hmm. my mind will like cure, I'll have headaches and shit, you know, but mm-hmm. it'll, that way when I go back to my routine, I see things a little different, mm-hmm. but yeah, no drugs, no sex, uh, pure the body, make it, you know, purify it. And yeah. You'll be, you just, you start to see things. Uh, you won't agree with a lot of things. Your head will start spinning, going out of crazy. Mm-hmm. You'll want to fuck everything, but it'll it'll change, and you'll be like, you start to see, and you pull yourself away from the world because that's kind of what brings us to the mm-hmm. world is sex and drugs, and it's weird. But if you could do that, you know, we could start to see and think a little different. Yeah. Then we get back into our normal routines and we have respect for things a little uh, differently. So I feel ten times better when I go a week or two without alcohol. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot clearer. Yep, and I sleep better, and then we kind of do use more it. energy. Yes, oh, definitely energy, but then we kind of use it to um, to bring us back into our artist mode. Because at the yeah. end of the day, we're artists, yeah. and we're doing something totally different, something that's requiring different thinking. So we can use it, but if we can get away with it, go away from it, and then bring it back, it takes us to. It's like we're always growing. It's yeah. weird. So, hell yeah, it's a good way to put it. And then the sex because of uh. The isolation, not needing to depend on somebody. Um, what's his name? Is it Buddha? Can you still uh, can you still masturbate? No, you have to one? stay no. away from it because it has to be. It's weird. It just makes you when you get back to people more, more aware of them. More because mm-hmm. sometimes we use sex, and especially single people when they use it, we use it a lot, and we don't respect people. 
we don't yeah, we don't really that's true yeah we if it's you're just getting it you, you you de- it. it's easy to dehumanize people Ex- that's the perfect word treat them like objects yep objectify mm-hmm. um and also that first load after 30 days it's gonna <sighs> be like a cannonball it's like ah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i can feel my toes <laughs> yeah you think that's the best person in your life either <laughs> i mean also you're like oh my god you're amazing i love you mm-hmm. <laughs> I just oh I haven't been drinking. You're the one. Oh man, <laughs> I can see now. It's a good one. <laughs> All right. What do you think happens uh, when you die? Uh, so I'm trying to watch this. Oh fuck! I I didn't hear, I didn't. You caught me off with that one because that one is a topic right now that I'm writing about. To be honest, because mm. um, I was watching this thing with Sam Cooke on uh, Netflix. I. I keep stopping it because it's it's too fucking deep for the me. The singer, yes, Sam Cooke. Oh, that sounds cool. I like Sam Cooke because he's he's talking. To, one of his greatest songs is "A Change Is Gonna Come." You've heard it. Because mm-hmm. I knew, but my verse is, uh, he goes, "Cause uh, I don't know what's up there beyond the sky, cause I'm afraid to die." Something like that. Mm-hmm. Every time I hear that verse, and that's one of my top five songs, I get scared because I am afraid to die. Um, and you said to clarify the question again. What do you think happens after you die? What after you, I don't know. Yeah. Because I'm I'm to the point where I'm scared. Like, I look at my son and I'll have a discussion with him about death. And my son's like, Dad, it's part of life. It's a process. He's mm-hmm. like, it's beautiful. And in my head, I'm like, fuck you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit is scary. But I love the, his outtake on it. Yeah. But I can't relate to him because I'm like... I don't know what happens. I don't know what's out there. I don't know. Yeah. I'm afraid. I it don't know. Little, we don't. I mean, it is a little scary. It is like you, I'm like I'm still mad at the creator because I'm like, why do you put us here to only take us away? Mm-hmm. Is there something real? How do we know? Is there somebody that's gone to the other side and says, "Oh yeah, yeah,", yeah and he comes back and says, "Hey, it's this is right about this in the Bible." Nobody really knows, and we're supposed yeah. to have faith. And yeah. that's where I'm like, oh, gosh, and my mom heard me talking like this. She's like, that's why you're the fucked up child. <laughs> <laughs> you question. And I'm like, well, you should have showed me love and I wouldn't have questioned. Yeah, Where'd the love go? Tells you to question. It's it's scary. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think I don't think you're being 100% honest with yourself if you if you know, if you think you know exactly what happens. No, you know. Because even the Bible doesn't even, the Bible doesn't even tell you. No. Like, the Old Testament, I don't remember the time limit between the Old and New Testament, but heaven isn't mentioned in the Old Testament at all. So for like thousands of years, nobody had a concept of heaven. Mm-mm. They were just like, I'm going to live a good life, and then we'll see what happens. I have no idea. Like, hopefully I just have a good time while I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so like, I, I hate Sundays. Mm. And uh, I hate Sundays because... Sundays is just a reminder that a week has been gone by and you're starting a new week, which Mm -hmm. means time has elapsed. Yeah. And you're one week closer to your death. Yeah. And I hate that. I fucking hate death Mm -hmm. because I I get mad because I'm like, why would you put us in such a beautiful place, a beautiful world where we get to interact and and love things and love people and and make connections. But then we have to go and we don't know what happens. Yeah. But at the same time, knowing that there's an end makes your time more valuable and precious it's supposed to but then us being in america (laughs) (laughs) we're fucking selfish but i don't know fear i've i i'm good at finding ways to make fear like motivate me oh man 
man, it's scary because my I, I I can see that point. But then my fucking son talking about being American, he's like, we were playing fucking football and I hurt my ribs. But then I go to the store to buy everybody drinks and everybody's all happy. I bought them Gatorades. And my son's mm-hmm. like, Dad, why were they happy? It was Gatorades. I was kind of sad. I wanted a body armor. <laughs> was like, <laughs> you fucking privileged motherfucker. <laughs> a body armor is just like a badass Gatorade, right? Like yeah, a, that's all like it is. Like a new version? Yeah. I was like, yeah. you f- it's a little, I think it's a little more pricier. I was like, you fucking privileged. You don't understand these guys. I, I spent like $26 and, and I was like, the, they don't, they can't spend that kind of money. I was like, mm-hmm. they're, they're on a, you know, they they have families they're on a budget. They can't mm-hmm. just, I was like, I'm single. I can kind of do it. And I was like. So don't say shit like that again, but it's it's going you know back to we don't know how long we have to live, but sometimes we take advantage of of, of just the small things we overlook. Like he overlooked that the fact that hey fuck a Gatorade or body armor, you should have just been thankful with water. Yeah, yeah, just the bare necessity. But that's also like part of being a child. You don't yeah, understand the things. innocence. And so when I explained that to him, yeah, he's like, oh, so I won't say that again. I was like, yeah, don't say that shit again. <laughs> Like he embarrassed me, little privileged fucker. <laughs> That's funny. It's a good lesson, though. Yeah. Some people don't stop and explain that to their kids. No. Uh-uh. And their kids grow up to be assholes. Yeah. So. And see, and that was an innocent, <laughs> yeah, an innocent asshole part on his, because he just, he, yeah, he was just, you know, used to his body armors. And I was like, well, if I'm gonna, go, I'm not gonna spend body armors that were more expensive, mm-hmm. and I had to buy ten of them. So it was like ten Gatorades, random Gatorades versus ten. That's nice of you. Yeah, and you know all the guys on the football field were like, oh. I was like, well, yeah, but I have it, so I can give it. Yeah. If I didn't have it, I wouldn't give it. I wouldn't buy uh, ten get ten get shit. <laughs> like call your parents. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, oh, why isn't it body armor? I was like, you little privileged fucker. That's funny. And I explained it. He was like, oh, and he's good at understanding. Mm-hmm. He just he questioned, and I tell him the question all the time, but just don't sometimes speak out loud. <laughs> Think it, it's write also it down. Good advice. Pass it to me and let me look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Sign it out to me in case it's a big word. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final question. Can you remember a time that you laughed the hardest? Mm. What's the hardest laugh I ever had? <sighs> no, there's been a lot of times, but one that came to my head, and that'll go to show the kind of, you know, place i came from as far as what we laughed at uh it was it was at a funeral it was my aunt's funeral it was real hard uh but the way we were raised and everything is that even when things are bad you got to make a joke out of it yeah so we were i was a pallbearer and we're in the limousine i forget something my cousin said he made a dirty joke about his mom and it, and we're burying his mom mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a stupid ass funny joke i mm-hmm. forgot something and then we just all, we were all, you know, in tears crying, you know, yeah. we, we're getting ready to, you know, it was my favorite aunt, all of it, it was all of our favorite aunt getting ready, but then when my, her son made the joke, and we're, we're like, I forgot what, we were just like, what the fuck, that's, that's, that just came to my head instantly, so I just shot yes. it out, because at the end of the day, that's kind of why I loved comedy. Um, yeah, funerals are like the best place to laugh, because mm-hmm. it, it eases all that tension and sadness, yeah. and there's just a cloud of negative energy and you can cut into it yep. and you can all laugh together and yeah, it's did. it's beautiful in a lot of ways <laughs> the driver is looking back at us like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and we're just cracking out laughing we're like we didn't we start cussing and we're like hey, you know that's what she said and we're doing all this mm-hmm. shit and we're just laughing and her, she's in the back she's yeah. <laughs> you know she's in the casket she's just laying there 
Yeah. We're, just, we're making a big joke out of it, but also it's what's crazy is like funerals, like uh, that's some of the only like bonding time you get to spend with a lot of your family. A lot of, exactly, and I yeah, yeah, I had two cousins I hadn't seen in a long time. My other cousin, you know, we're burying his mom. My uh, uncle, he's like our cousin, you know, Mexicans. We're all the same age, cousins and uncles, and he's there. And then my other little cousins over there, and we're all just kind of laughing, and it, it brought us together. It was. I can't remember what the fuck he said. It was a Tony Romo or no one went to Tony. I don't think Tony Romo was a, it was a cowboy joke. Cause we're all wearing cowboy jerseys mm-hmm. at the funeral. Yeah. The, she, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was part of the request that if she were to die, we were Dallas Cowboy jerseys. That's hilarious. And my other cousin was a, a Steelers fan, but he, you know, out of respect wore a cowboy jersey. It was like, you wear that fucking jersey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it was, oh, man, we were just laughing. Yeah, we were weird. Oh, <laughs> and cool. we found humor in it. And we're coming out of the fucking limousine just laughing up and cracking. You know, everybody's with mm-hmm. their tissues crying and shit. They're like, what the fuck? <laughs> but it, it started some humor amongst the people. Like, okay. And so we yeah. go we go bury her. And we're crying, but then we're still laughing. Oh, it, it feels so good to laugh in those, in those yeah. moments. So I, I don't know why that came to my head. but <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right. Well, it's 943. We've been doing this a while. I don't. I'm recording on a new thing, so I don't know how much time it's has elapsed. But that's the end of my episode. Haven't done an episode in a month. Thanks for coming on. Yes, sir. I'll see you very soon. Yes, sir. I will see you. Um, I'll go and support you Wednesday night. Hell yeah! I Let's don't have do it. my son, so hell yeah, I'll be there. Dope. All right. Oh, one last thing. Actually, two things. What's cool is I can play a song after. Do you have like a a song that you want to play it could be your song could be like a song you really enjoy right now just something to to vibe out to put the, the little the podcast we, we uh since we talked about it so we can hear his words the little baby the bigger picture little baby bigger picture yeah since we that would be something to, to capture we, we did talk a lot but at the end of the day black lives do matter oh yeah um and, and then um, one last thing, just to sign off. One last thing you want to say. It can be one word. It can be a catchphrase, a full sentence. Just one thing to end the podcast. Mm, let's see. Black Lives Matter. Damn it, it's an ad. <laughs> if I would have had this when I was maybe right. 20, I'll probably... Little oh. baby, the bigger picture. Last night, people protesting in Minneapolis escalated as demonstrators were lashed by tear gas and rubber bullets. The main message here, the main message here, the main message here is that they want to see those officers involved. They want to see those officers arrested. Officers arrested. Arrest, arrest, arrest. Trade my 4x4 for four, GC3, ain't no more freeless feet. I gave him chance and chance and chance again. I even told him, please. I find it crazy the police to shoot you and know that you did, but still tell you to freeze. Fucked up, I seen what I seen. I guess that mean hold him down if he say he can't breathe. It's too many mothers just grieving. They're killing us for no reason. Been going over too long to get even. Throw us in cages like dogs and hyenas. I went to court and they sent me to prison. My mama was pushed when they said I can't leave. First I was drunk, then I sobered up quick when I heard all that time that they gave it to leave. He got a license plus. We just some products of our environment. How the fuck they gon' blame us? You can't fight fire with fire, I know, but at least we can turn off the flames on. Every color person ain't dumb, and all whites not racist. I be judging by the mind and heart. I ain't really in the face.
love the way that we living, it's not getting better, you gotta know how to survive. Crazy, I had to tell all of my loved ones to carry a gun when they going outside. Stay in the mirror whenever you drive, overprotective, go crazy for mine. You gotta pay attention to the sign, seem like the blind following the blind. Thinking about everything that's going on, I boost security up in my home. I'm with my kind of, they right or they wrong. I call him now, he'll pick up the phone and it's five in the morning, he waking up on it. Tell him wherever I'm at, then they coming. I see blue lights, I get scared and start running. That shit be crazy, they push to protect the swords and handcuffs and arrest us. Why they go home at night, that shit messed up. Know how we need to help, they neglect us. None of them who gon' make them respect us. Cause I can see in your eye that you fed up. Fuck around, got my shot, I won't let up. They know that we a problem together. They know that we can storm anywhere. That's bigger than black and white. It's a problem with the whole way of life. It can't change overnight. But we gotta start somewhere. Might as well go ahead and start here. We done had a hell of a year. I'ma make it count why I'm here. God is the only man I fear. Fuck it, I'm going on the front line. He gon' bust your ass if you come past that gun line. You know when the storm go away, then the sunshine. You gotta put your head in the game when it's crash time. I want all my sons to grow up to be monsters. I want all my daughters to show out in public. Seem like we losing our country, but we gotta stand up for something. So this what it comes to. Every video I see on my country. I got power now, I gotta say something. Corrupted police been the problem where I'm from, but I'd be lying if I said it was all of them. I ain't do this for the trend, I don't follow them. Altercation with the law had a lot of them. People speaking for the people, I'm proud of them. Stick together, we can get it up out of them. I can't lie like I don't rap about killing and dope, but I'm telling my youngest to vote. I did what I did cause I didn't have no choice and no hope. I was forced to just jump in and go. This bullshit is all that we know, but it's time for a change. Got time to be serious, no time for no gang. Ain't taking no more, let us go for them chains. God bless they sold every one of them names. It's bigger than black and white. It's a problem with the whole way of life. It can't change overnight, but we gotta start somewhere. Might as well go ahead and start here. We done had a hell of a year. I'ma make it count why I'm here. God is the only man I fear. They training officers to kill us, then shooting protesters with these rubber bullets. They regular people, I know that they feel us. These scars too deep, they heal us. What happened to COVID? Nobody remember, it ain't making sense. I'm just here to vent. It happened to one of your people, it's different. We get it, the system is wicked, just learn how to pick it. Knowledge is power, I swear I'm a witness. I know that I'm gifted, I won't go too deep, cause I'm scared they'll get me. Ain't scared to admit it, some shit I can't mention. It's people who can't, but here's the chance. I won't take the stand, but I'll take a stand for what I believe. Must not be breathing the air that I breathe. You know that the way that I bleed, you can be. I never been a fan of police, but my neighborhood. No, I try to keep peace, so it's only right that I get in the streets March for a reason, I just on GP How people die for us to be free, fuck do you mean? This was a dream, now we got the power that we need to have They don't want us with it, and that's why they mad yeah. It's bigger than black and white It's a problem with the whole way of life it can't change overnight But we gotta start somewhere, might as well go ahead and start here We done had a hell of a year, I'ma make it count why I'm here God is the only man I fear It's bigger than black and white it's a problem with the whole way of life, it can't change overnight. But we gotta start somewhere, might as well go ahead and start here. We done had a hell of a year, I'ma make it count why I'm here. God is the only man I fear.